Hello again, everyone. Welcome to the Hardy Realty Show podcast. I am Roger Manus with Rome Business Radio, and we are joined from Hardy Realty by Chris Kerr as we broadcast from the Hardy Realty Studios here on Rome Business Radio. Thanks for all you guys do, Chris, over at Hardy to help support Rome Business Radio across all of our shows by sponsoring the studio. But this is the Hardy Realty Show specifically. Chris, how are you doing? Doing great. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. And as always on the Hardy Realty Show, uh, we use our time here to uh, talk about great things going on in the community, great organizations. And we are joined via telephone by Wanda Witten. Hi, Wanda. How are you? I'm great. Thanks, Roger. We thank you so much for joining us. Wanda, of course, is the front person and very active in the Heart of the Community organization. And for Wanda, for those who may not know what the Heart of the Community organization is, could you just please explain it to us, please, ma'am? Be glad to, Roger. Uh, The Heart of the Community was begun 35 years ago uh, with the intent to, the mission, main mission was to recognize people in the community for their community service and to also uh, carry on projects that were heart-related or humanitarian-related. So we've been doing that for 35 years. We've probably recognized over 250 people uh, for their service to the community, and then we've given numerous amounts of money and grant applications and uh, donations back to different charities in Rome and Floyd County. So it is both literal and figurative when it comes to the heart. It's literal heart health care. But it's also figurative, correct. correct? It's 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 people using their heart and their care and their compassion to do things in the community, correct? That's correct. And the influence that some of these people have on other people are is amazing. You know, people will say, "Well, I could do that. I think I'll start doing that." So, um, and it, some of the projects are very very large, and some of them are just very heart related, uh, the emotional part of heart related. So uh, we're very proud of what we've accomplished and um, and continue to do. And uh, as you mentioned, um, and we'll talk about a little bit more, we do have a big event coming up. Of course, it's kind of a modified event based on what we've been going through for the last year and two months. But um, we hope it's going to be successful. Well, we will touch on that here in a few minutes. But first, if you could just give me a little bit of a history of the organization itself. What what got it started? How did you get involved? Things like that. Okay. Um, 35 years ago, Mike McDougall and Lita McDougall approached Paul Rutledge, who was our present administrator, about offering a program that would recognize service in the community. So that's when it began. Um, the first events were held at the Coosa Country Club uh, for several years, and then we outgrew that. Um, and now, well, more recently, we've been at the Forum, and now we're just kind of up in the air <laughs> uh, based on what's going on. But hopefully in 2022, things will be back to whatever we remember normal was, and uh, we'll be able to offer that again. So it's been a long-going, um, successful project. My involvement, when I came to Rome, I was the director of food service at Redmond for many years. Um, And then our company, uh, HCA, decided to bring in some, um, like Marriott and some of the big companies to do managing food service. So uh, having been there a while, they've kept me doing other and various things. 
But the heart of the community I probably have been involved with probably for about 15 or 16 years. And I'm really kind of, I don't have voting rights. I'm the liaison between the hospital and the heart of the community board. I got you. Uh, quick side note, I actually worked for the McDougalds one summer back in the 80s. Did, did you? <laughs> I did. Yeah, I, yeah. I, at, uh, well, and Mike, Mike was one of our former recipients. Um, I don't remember what year, but he was one of our recipients one year for the things he had done in the community. Yeah, I had a, a part-time weekend job babysitting American Top 40, the Casey Kasem show. I would put in the commercials here locally uh, <laughs> as a part-time job while I was in, while I was in college uh, working for the McDougals. Okay. Um, Chris, I know there was a little bit of trivia about Wanda that you wanted to make sure got mentioned. Oh, well, I just, I mean, I, I just thought it was funny when you, when we were giving, given the little rundown about uh, Wanda and, and, and her involvement uh, that I, I just like to point out that she's the only person I've ever met that has a building named after her while they're still alive, you know? So I, I just <laughs> that, that, that says a lot about Wanda and how much uh, she's put into um, the community and the uh, respect that she has from, from, from Redmond hospital. So, so Wanda, tell, uh, I think the building got named after you four or five years ago. Um, but specifically, uh, it's, the- been, it's been five years, I believe. And um, it basically is, it's now called the hard house. Um, when it was, when we first did it, I wanted it to just be called a guest house because it was not necessarily just for heart related um, families, but uh, it's basically, a, it's like a Ronald McDonald house. Uh, it's available to people who live outside the community, who have people who are um, critically ill at the hospital. Um, there's no charge. Several of them make donations as they leave. But the heart of the community gave the house to Redmond several years ago. And then um, Redmond is the, the, it's a land lease agreement. The heart, the house belongs to Redmond. I mean, to the heart of the community, but Redmond is the manager. So um, we have a RN who works at the hospital who has an apartment there, and she's kind of the house mother, uh, <laughs> checking people in and out. And it's been a great ministry for us, and the people who have been able to take advantage of it have really been most appreciative. So the house itself is on the Redmond campus, for lack of a better word? It is. It's it's beyond what used to be the railroad track <laughs> uh, that leads. <laughs> from toward the west of, of the hospital. Well, so, so you, what is your background? You were from Nashville originally and you moved to Rome in the seventies to take a job at Redmond. I was, I'm from Memphis originally. Oh, the birthplace of rock and roll. To, oh yeah. Big time. <laughs> and, and again, that, my, my age relates to that being in that era as well. Um, Did you ever meet Elvis? I, uh, no, I did see him in person one time in Las Vegas for $10. It was a steak dinner. Um, that was a long, long time ago, I assure you. Um, I went to school in Mississippi, and then I, I majored in diet, foods and nutrition and dietetics. And uh, then I did a dietetic internship at Vanderbilt and worked there in the clinical area for quite some time and then started working with the students, the other interns that were there. And the first administrator at Redmond approached me about a job in Rome. 
I thought he was approaching me so that I could share it with my students that there might be a job available for them. But he said, no, he wanted me to come check it out. And I did. Um, kind of with, with great fear because I never, I'd never really been an administrative type person to run a program. So, you know, it was, it was a learning curve, but, um, anyway, um, I always say I came with the brick because I started on May 1st and the hospital opened July the 4th, 1972. Wow. So you had, you've worked at Redmond forever and then you got attached to the heart of the community there when it started in the mid eighties. What, obviously this has been a labor of love. What, what attracted you to be so involved in heart of the community? Well, I guess it was the opportunity of, you know, Roger, I can't tell you how many new friends I've made in the last 15 years and, and they're, they're good friends and I've learned from them and what they've done to the community. Um, I was approached by our present administrator then because the person who had been coordinating the program had resigned to take another position. And so um, I'm a detail-oriented kind of person. Um, I, I feel like I'm a pretty good at organizing stuff, and I have to stay busy. So I thought, well, this is an opportunity to maybe use those skills too. So um, it's it's been a real labor of love for me. And Chris. Uh- what is what how do you know Wanda? Well, I had the uh pleasure of uh serving as the what what was I the chair? Is that was that the name, Wanda? I can't remember what yes, my were, title was. You were um, the you were the chair. Uh-huh. Which meant that um Wanda and I talked about anywhere between nine and fifteen times a day for um <laughs> you know, a good four or five months. I mean, the one thing that you know, and she's being modest because this is, you know, six to 900 or 800 people in formal attire in a, you know, in, in a, in, in the arena downtown is a, is, is a, a lot of work. I mean, and this is a formal sit down dinner with chandeliers, um, you know, MC this, it just takes a lot of work. So Wanda and the board, you know, just literally, it is a, it is a full-time job. Um, But, you know, a lot of these folks that are the uh, recipients are people that don't necessarily, you know, they're what we call the unsung heroes because they, they don't get the recognition they deserve. And so this is an opportunity to say, Hey, Rome and Floyd County, um, look at what this person has done for your community. And so it's an opportunity to celebrate them, let them bring their families. So it's just, you know, it, it's it's been a great um, opportunity for me. And back to what Wanda said, I, I've made some great friends through it, Wanda being one of them. So it's just been a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, Wanda, did you really, I mean, can you stand talking to him 10 to 15 times a day? <laughs> Well, it was challenging, but um, no, it was great. Chris, Chris was a great chair. Um, you never, you never know from year to year what you're getting with the chairman as well. So sometimes uh, it's a little more challenging. But Chris was not challenging. He was not. Wow, he was very helpful. I'm going to record that and put it on my LinkedIn. You know. <laughs> Use it as your ringtone. So obviously, you're talking about the, the. So is there this one major fundraiser? every year primarily or, or celebrate celebratory event to honor your honorees. 
Is that correct? And is it coming up here at the end of the month? But this year it's going to be a little different. It is. Um, it is our opportunity to raise money that we can put back into the community. And, and I'll just share with you some of the projects that have been done uh, over and above the house that we've just talked about. Right. Uh, we have exercise stations at Ridge Ferry Park that the heart of the community put in. We have a serenity garden in front of the hospital that the heart of the community built for families and patients. Um, we have done the exercise equipment at the Thornton Center in our Murchie. Uh, we each year between the heart of the community and Redmond make uh, $500 donations for to our recipients charity of choice. And then we have done in the past done uh, grants to different agencies. Um, and last last whenever we were able to do this before we, we gave away $51,000 in grants that year. So it is our fundraiser, and, and as you mentioned, it's very different this year because we can't bring six to 700 people into one room and, and, and do that. So we've had to be very creative in the way we've tried to put it together. So we're going to do Zoom. Uh, it's going to all be pre-recorded. Um, for those who have participated with Heart of the Community over the years, uh, Bob Berry will be one of our co-hosts, along with Mary Harden Thornton, who was one of our recipients in 2017. So they're going to kind of lead us through the program of presenting these recipients and put the different accomplishments that they've had in the community. Um, and then we'll mention any corporate sponsors that we have, and we'll mention um, the charities that they have chosen to give their money to. And the only other two things that we have added to the program or we're putting a little more emphasis on this year is the silent auction. And we've got several items on that, and that's already posted on the Redmond, um, not Redmond, the Heart of the Community Facebook page. Um, we also have um, a heart walk on that Saturday morning, February the 27th, which will really be the only opportunity public gathering for people uh, to come support these seven recipients. Um, we've gone to have the Eco Center open. There'll be the exercise stations, the, the new playground that Parks and Rec has built. Um, we're going to have Java Joy there. Uh, we'll be doing a presentation to the recipients. And uh, I think it's just gonna be a fun time. We did it in the snow last year. Uh, who knows what we might be faced with this year, but. We've, we've learned to be pretty resilient, so we're hoping for the best. So February 27th is the big event. You're, just to recap here, February 27th is the big event. You're doing your, your big event, what would be your dinner, via Zoom. But that morning, there is a, there is a heart walk where people can actually gather as, as part of this day of events. Correct? Correct. Correct. Uh-huh. Right. And the, the meal part, the meal part of the event is um, we have some sponsorship options that will give people a meal for 10 people delivered to their home. Oh. Uh, we have some box options that people can sign up for that they can pick up, you know, before the event. And all of that gives them the link, will give them the link to check into the event that evening at 730. Now, if so, uh, again... We've had to get very creative in how we've done that as well. So, now, since it's on Zoom, are are people still required to dress formally? And or and, and do you provide the chandeliers? 
<laughs> we have no chandeliers, but I will tell you that Bob Berry is wearing a tuxedo, but Mary Harden Thornton has her pajamas on. So um, we just, just we wanted everybody to feel comfortable regardless of what they had on. So uh, that that's our little take on dress code. <laughs> so. Well, well, it is it is interesting how you guys the uh, this one of the things that intrigues me is the the name part of the community, and I touched on it earlier. It's both. It's both literal and figurative because like the exercise stations, for example, you know, you're walking through the park. Well, here you can stop and do a little workout and, you know, heart health. Um, but the the Serenity Garden, that's peace of mind type thing. So that that just that's one of the things that fascinates me about your organization. And then you take the you 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 seek to honor people in the community who have just doing volunteer service themselves. Correct. And let me mention, too, this is Heart Month. February is Heart Month, and this is Heart Week. And we are trying to encourage people to wear red on Friday. Uh, that's a national wear red program on this coming Friday. So uh, it's, it's, it's a real, well, of course, being a heart hospital that we are, it's important that we emphasize that kind of education and uh, support to heart-related activities. Yes, ma'am. So, like, how many people do you normally have at your at your dinner when it's when it's face to face? We've had as many as six hundred and thirty people. Wow! And what um, are you what are you expecting this year? Or do you know yet? <laughs> have no clue. Yeah. <laughs> I have no clue. We're beginning to get a few sponsors, a few corporate sponsors. Um, uh, the invitations have been out about about ten days, but our deadline is coming up in the next week or so mainly because of the food situation to make sure that that you know they can cover whatever that need might be so we have no clue we're optimistic but we just we don't know it's so different people you know people are kind of we we were trying to encourage like watch parties where you could have a watch party for 10 people at your house um we have one that's a three kind of a fancy dinner there's a brunch pajama party there's you know just some different kinds of options but again not knowing what people will choose to do is is the the big mystery right now so right has other than going virtual with this dinner fundraiser i mean has covid affected the organization in other ways and if so how over the past year not really not the organization as such Uh, we've been very fortunate to be able to continue to do our board meetings um, we've been very careful about where we've done those. We've tried to be very careful about social distancing and all that, which again, we're going to be very careful about even at the heart walk. You know, people think if you're outside, there's no problem, but we are going to, the board is going have, has been charged with trying to make sure people comply with what's necessary because we, the hospital nor the heart of the community wants um news coverage the next week that everybody got COVID because they went to the heart walk. So um, we're, we're just, you know, again, it's a challenge, but we're, we're up to the task. So, And Chris, you mentioned you had been the chair before. What, what intrigued you most about the organization and getting involved with it? Well, I, I, I knew some board members, uh, folks that I'd grown up with that, uh, you know, told me about the organization and I just, was so intrigued by the idea of, you know, people, you know, giving back to their community, but also to, you know, the amount of money that 
goes back to the these organizations around town. I mean, you know, being part of some of them, um, I know how important those grants are. Um, you know, how three or $5,000 can make or break certain uh, programs. And as a chair, I was able to, um, or I was told by Wanda that I needed to go out and, you know, go to the ribbon cutting or whatever it is. And the appreciation that you get from, you know, the head of the YMCA or, or whatever organization, it, it is, it, you really just feel good about the fact that you're part of a, a group that's giving back in such a meaningful way. So um, I've just, I've really enjoyed um, being part of it. And, and I'll be honest, like, it really is just a fun event. I mean, t- traditionally, <laughs> it's, you know, a lot of people that you haven't seen in a long time. And you know how it is, everybody gets dressed up, things get a little more festive per se. And, um, and then there's an after party, you know, people go out to the, you know, uh, the heart of the community sponsors a little after party. So it's traditionally a fun event. And I'm just glad that we're doing something this year, just to remind people that uh, we'll be back to normal next year, and we'll be able to, uh, you know, celebrate uh, the recipients from this year, next year as well. So yeah, Wanda, how frustrating has how frustrating has it been, Wanda, to have to do it virtually this year? Well, it's been more challenging. You know, I've said over and over, I would rather defeat six hundred people any day than to kind of go through what we've had to go through. Because we had to make sure all our bases were covered, that we were taking care of our recipients, that we were honoring them in a, a little less um festive way, but that we were honoring them and um just my list had list had list had list and then I check things off and I make more lists but uh, we're in good shape we have a great board and and it it, as Chris mentioned it's a working board I mean it's not just a board that goes on your resume and you never do anything we have great members on our board and they've been very supportive and Redmond's been very supportive you know all the way along too so do we have time to mention the seven recipients for this year yes ma'am you go you go ahead okay um we have seven recipients uh, the first one is emily york uh, emily has done a lot with raca and has done programs with young life uh, and if you've seen the news recently you know that they have posted the art pictures on the parking deck which go up every february uh, she was instrumental in getting that program started years ago um, the next one is Dr. Matt McLean. Uh, Dr. McLean is a radiologist, but he stepped out of that role several, well, a year or so ago when the COVID um, problem began and did research. And he put together a, um, a board that studied plasma therapy. And he's worked with the um, blood assurance program here in Rome doing convalescent plasma for treatment of COVID. Um, Monica Shepard uh, is known as the beekeeper. Uh, she's done a lot with that. She's done a lot with Chiaha and with the uh, film festival that comes every year in Rome. Um, then we've got two gentlemen that are twins. This is our first time with twins. <laughs> um, they're, 78, they're 78 years old, um, and they are Alan and Alfred Shropshire. 
they um, have a, a medical background. One majored in biology, one majored in chemistry in college, and they had even done work with Pfizer, which is a very popular name right now because of the vaccine. Right. But when they moved back to Rome, they came, got more involved with their churches, and they've worked a lot with Habitat, and they've worked with uh, NAACP program. Uh, and in fact, Alan used to have a radio program with his wife on RGA called Food for Thought. That was years ago. Um, Julie Smith, you would know if you've had anything to do with people on um, bike trails or walking trails. She's the executive director of TREAD. Right. Um, and she's on the board of the Family Resource Center, as is Dr. McClain. And also... Um, you can find her on Thursdays driving a bus for the YMCA out to a trailer park out in West Rome delivering food products. Um, so she's been very involved with that. And then our last recipient, uh, we're doing it as a posthumous award to Nell Reagan, um, who was known as the matriarch of mass media, um, had a program at Talk of the Town for years on um, Q102, Q107, I can't remember which one. There's so many of them over there, I can't keep, <laughs> I can't keep up with them. But anyway, um, she had done a lot, and I have, thanks to Keith Mickler, I have a picture of the strawberry cake that she made every year for the free clinic that, would, that she put in the silent auction, and it would bring as much as $500. Wow. Um, she, she and Keith worked competitors in that now i don't know how much he got for his but he did a cat letter cake um and i did see a picture of that it wasn't quite as inviting as the strawberry cake i, but, wouldn't, I um, wouldn't think so anyway anyway she's done a lot she did a lot a lot in rome and unfortunately probably should have gotten this years before but and that brings me to the fact that you know people have to nominate people we don't go out looking for them uh, people have to nominate people. They have to list for us the kinds of things they've done and some of their background. And um, so that that's where we start from in about August or September, asking for nominations for people for the next year. Okay. Um, well, congratulations to all those honorees and thank them for their the work they do in the community. It's a very impressive list. Um, our last couple of questions here for you, because we're having to go virtual this year with the event, are we, are we concerned at all about fundraising and, and hitting numbers like we've had in the past? Do, do we need to be soliciting other online donations and things like that to the organization? Yes, we would. We have the Facebook page has the link to our website, which is a place where people can donate. And yes, we are concerned. And basically, we had to, until we can see what we do with this program this year, we had to put our grants on hold. And we, we often put AEDs in uh, public agencies and public facilities um, as a safety measure. We've had several requests for those over the years, and we've had to put that on hold right now. Uh, we have a certain amount of money that we have to spend on maintenance at the hard house every month. So um, it is important that we try to get as many people to donate as possible. Okay. Uh, and again, that can be through the website. And the Facebook page is just part of the community or? Yes, part of the community. Okay. Facebook page. And, and the website is 
kind of long and drawn out. It's theheartofthecommunity.org. Theheartofthecommunity.org. And there, there's information okay. there about there's information there about how people can donate money, how they can participate in the February 27th events, both the Heart Walk and the virtual dinner. Um, and That's there, correct. There's information about your history. There's information about the nom- the honorees. It's a one stop shop. It is. It is indeed. <laughs> and we encourage people to do that and help us out if they can. All righty, Chris. Any final thoughts here? Nope, we just uh, just appreciate uh, the opportunity to chat again. Uh, well, Wanda, thank you so much. Your story is fascinating, and I, I want to. I, I will probably talk to you a little bit later on about your relationship with Elvis Presley. Well, there is none. You don't have to call. There was. I did have a picture of him one time signing an autograph at the gate at Graceland that my mother took, but I gave it to an Elvis. You know, somebody that was enamored with Elvis, I gave that to them for a gift. So I don't even have that anymore. Oh, uh, (laughs) that's that's a great story. You had an Elvis story. Uh, But I, but I do. um, I am proud of the fact that he was from Memphis, and he did a lot of good stuff in Memphis too. So yes, ma'am, and you're well. You're doing a lot of great stuff in Rome and Floyd County, and have for many, many years. So thank you for all that you do. Um, thank you. Well, thank, you. T- thank you to the heart of the community. Uh, and thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. Thank you. All right. You have been listening to the Hardy Realty Show here on Rome Business Radio for Chris Kerr at Hardy Realty. I'm Roger Manus. We've been broadcasting from the Hardy Realty Studios and we work in cooperation with the Rome News Tribune. Thank you so much for listening.